Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. Have you ever been on welfare? Have you ever been a millionaire? Well, this week's guest has been both. She's taken herself from a single mother on welfare to now a wildly wealthy millionaire. She's turned her life around using the law of attraction. And in this episode, she shares deep and intimate experiences on her journey to inspire you, no matter where you're at financially or personally, to turn your life around. So stick around to the end and be sure to click the link for more show notes and comment as well what you learned from Sandy Forster, our special guest speaker this week on Relaunch My Life Radio. Live from Australia and all over the world, welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. Your host, Julia Lieber, is a lifestyle redesign expert who personally relaunched her own life from being a corporate workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of her own design. She is an international coach, retreat facilitator, and spiritual teacher, and is a woman on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. With 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories, tune in to Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and live a life of zero regrets. If you want to get the latest, be sure to click subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for show notes and our blog. Well, welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio, and I'm so excited to be sitting here today with Sandy from Wildly Wealthy, and Sandy Forster is an incredibly inspirational woman with an amazing story that I'm just so glad that she's going to be sharing with us today. So, Sandy, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm fabulous. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent. So, paint a picture for our listeners. Where are you? What are you up to today? Okay, so today I, I'm from the beautiful Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. So today I am sitting here in my bikini. I, in summer, I work um, in and out of the pool all day. So I do a bit of work, jump in the pool to cool down, get out again, do a bit of work, jump in the pool. So that's what I'm. What's going on today? It's uh, it's just beautiful. I feel very blessed and very lucky to have completely transformed my life because at one time I was. in debt and on welfare. So to be sitting here in my beautiful, beautiful home on beautiful acreage surrounded by tropical lushness and beautiful Balinese pavilion and tropical swimming pool with a Buddha waterfall, I just feel supersonically lucky that I've completely transformed my life. And so my aim in life, my absolute passion and my mission is helping as many other women in the world to transform their lives. So that's why I love speaking to people like you. Awesome. So very exciting moment for me to be connecting with you, a woman uh, with, with the same sort of mission as me and very, um, very much aligned and on similar paths. So I can't wait to dig into this. So you said you're, you're lying there by the pool, you jump in and out of the pool, you, you're surrounded by this, this beautiful life that you've really created for yourself and you feel lucky, but it's definitely not all luck. And I've read your book and it, it was certainly a lot of lessons and, and learning and, and one step forward, one step, you know, two steps forward, one one step back. So talk to us about what life was like sort of 10, 20 years ago, where you were at and, um, and, and how you really turned your life around. Sure. Yeah. So for me, I guess I 
to, to try and make as short as possible, I met a guy in high school. I used to live in the southernmost state of Australia in Victoria and my parents decided to sell the house. We travelled the world for about nine, ten months and then we moved to Queensland, which is the northernmost sunny, beautiful state. So I go to school, I meet a boy, we go out for about 10 or 11 years, we get married, we have two kids and when my youngest was six months old and my other was three years old, we divorced, we split up. So at the time I had like a hobby business. I was designing um, and, and manufacturing swimwear and gymwear. I kind of fell into that because it was the whole Jane Fonda era and, you know, exercise was in and Lycra had just been discovered and it was all very exciting. But that business was just a hobby and all the money that I made from that business really just did the fun stuff in our marriage. You know, we, we went on holidays, we landscaped the garden, bought a pool, bought furniture, like just all the good stuff. And when we split up, suddenly my business had to become my actual income and I did not make enough to pay the rent and um, buy um, food and run a car and pay all the bills. And, and so basically I just went further and further into debt. So I ended up on the sole parent's benefit, which is welfare. So I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare. And it was seriously the most unfun place to be in the world. I, you know, I, I, I couldn't believe that I was in that place because even when we split up, I did get um, what's called a like a property settlement. So, you know, we sold everything up and I ended up with something, I think it was about $180,000. I had to pay $30,000 for the car that I had been given for Mother's Day, but I had to pay $30,000 for that. I had to pay the solicitor's fees, which I think were another $30,000. So I ended up with about $120,000, put it into um, buying a house and, you know, ended up I couldn't even afford to keep that house. So I'm selling that. I'm trying to stay afloat. Everything was just, everything went south financially. Like I made every money decision wrong that you could make. I put money into shares that went nowhere. I put money into a um, investment club that went into liquidation. I put money into um, some investment scheme that was a scam. It's like I just made every mistake in the book and ended up, as I said, $100,000 in debt and on welfare. And I had no idea how I was going to turn things around. But hallelujah, the universe put into my lap the law of attraction. I discovered the law of attraction through a course and Literally, that changed everything. So that was the thing that did it for me. Wow. So you had tried everything. You were almost like really probably at the last step. You're like, what What can I do? And just would have been feeling so like stuck, I could imagine. And, and the reality of looking at your situation of counting up that that those numbers and realizing how much debt you were in, that must have been a frightening point to be at. Not only, you know, recently divorced, but having, you know, two children to care for as well. Like what what was going through your mind at that point before you found the law of attraction? Oh, it was horrific. It's it's like I I, I felt like I'd been born into the wrong life. Like oh. I just felt like I was I, I should be experiencing so much more, but instead I had nothing. So hundred thousand dollars in debt on welfare two children, every week we just went backwards financially because anyone who's ever been on the sole parents benefit like welfare, at the time it was $15,000 a year. 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of money. No one can live on that much. So I was going backwards every week and, you know, the, the debts were just getting bigger and bigger. And I literally at one stage just thought, what what am I going to do? Like there's no way I can get out of debt. Even if I get a job, I'm going to be working the rest of my life just to pay back that debt. And then so how am I ever going to get ahead? It was it was really, it was the worst time because I really felt like a crummy mummy because I was really frustrated. I was scared. I was angry. I felt stupid. I just, I just felt like, what's wrong with me? How come? Because in my mind, I thought everyone else in the world got it and was doing well. So I'm thinking, how come everyone else in the world, you know, has a family and homes and they can do whatever they want? And me, I like... Everything I try just self-implodes. Everything I'm doing doesn't work out. What is wrong with me? There's something wrong with me that's making this happen. I Like what's going on? And as I said, that's when I discovered the law of attraction and I realized that what I focused on was what I created. What I, where I put my attention was what I then manifested into my world and that is the turning point for making me start to think differently. So instead of focusing on how things were, which was $100,000 in debt on welfare, going backwards further every single day, I began to spend more time imagining what I would like to see happen, what I what I did want and, and imagining that it already happened, filling my body with the feelings of that instead of what actually was. And that's when everything began to turn around. Mm, beautiful and that would have taken a lot of discipline and because I think a lot of people they sort of start with the the visualization and the, the emotions and then they let reality sort of crash them back down to earth um so how did you really like maintain that practice and and, and keep working on it and build on it despite the reality of what your situation was I think there's a, a few parts to that so first of all being $100,000 in debt and on welfare is the most hor- horrifying place to be. So focusing on that makes you just feel rotten, like lower than low. Mm. So doing things like visualisation and affirmations and all the different processes that I now teach made me feel better. So even if it was total crap and it was never going to work, at least I felt better. Like mm-hmm. I just, it just gave me some relief. Now, some people might turn to alcohol or drugs or who knows what when, you know, they're in an absolute crisis. Hallelujah for me, I turned to the law of attraction <laughs> and I just continued to focus on what I wanted to happen. And even when I got the next red letter and you owe this money and we're going to take this away, it's like I just continued to focus on what I wanted because I understood that the law of attraction was a universal law and that universal law isn't about it's going to work for that person and that person and that person but it isn't going to work for you universal law is universal and so universal means everyone and everything so I knew if I just kept focusing on what I want then something had to happen and as I said for me I just felt better in the moment so therefore the alternative was feeling like crap or feeling better feeling like crap or feeling better it it just made sense to want to do the things that made me feel better so I used to spend serious amounts of time visualizing and imagining like I used to get into trouble when I was young my mum would tell me something she'd say does everything I tell you go in one ear and out the other because I was daydreaming Mm -hmm. so 
this was like perfect. This was me daydreaming, but actually creating a future. And so I spent so much time. I I've got a little bit of um, uh, OCD. So when I get into something, I get right into it. Like I really just like put the blinkers on and just totally um, or, or the, what are they called? I think they're called blockers in America, but I just put them on. So I just didn't see anything other than what I wanted to see. And I totally just focused on it and thought about it and imagined it and felt like it would be like to actually have it in my life. And as I said, it made me feel so good. So that was the better alternative than actually looking at the $100,000 of debt and welfare. And I just kept going. And every time things didn't look like they were happening, I just kept going. And and it only takes one little manifestation, one little chink in the armor, one little brick falling out of that sort of big brick wall that you've got as a block between you and prosperity that you kind of think, oh, wow, maybe this is working. And when you have one little thing happen, like, you know, you find some money on the footpath or you you someone sends you a check or suddenly you get a discount on something and you take that moment to really feel abundant then the next brick falls from the wall or the next chink appears and it's like you begin to believe more and when you begin to believe more then you manifest more and then when you manifest more you believe even more and when you believe even more you manifest more so it kind of started that cycle but instead of a downhill cycle it started an uphill cycle and it made me realize that I could actually create what I want because I remember at one point I was um you know as I said I was hundred thousand dollars in debt on welfare I saw this ad for personal it's, it's had the words in it personal development um strong work ethic and money and I thought wowza that sounds like a nice combination and I rang up about it I spoke to someone and it was marketing a personal development course and I I started that marketing that course and I, it was all about the law of attraction and I completely immersed myself in it. And I remember a few months down the track going to buy a car because my previous car actually had a plant growing in the back because it leaked so much that when it rained, someone must have had a seed on their shoe and it just started to grow in my car. Well, like it was so rusted away. Wow. And I, I know. And I remember going to the new car yard and buying a Land Rover Freelander. And the lady there saying, oh, you must be so happy. And I said, happy? You've got an idea how happy I am. I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare. Here I am buying a brand new car to go to a seminar where I get to spend all of my time just immersed in personal development. And I make more in one month than I've made in the last three years previously. I said, you've got no idea how happy I am. And that's what it was like. I literally, through persistence and perseverance and you know diligently every day doing something I turned it all around and you're exactly right when you say a lot of people start and then they stop it's just like people saying I want to have my ideal weight and they start an exercise regime or they start eating healthier and then they give up after a week or two and then it's like oh that didn't work for me it's the same with attracting money it's the same with um, manifesting abundance people start they you know, maybe do an affirmation now and again. They might do a visualization here and there. They they really don't throw themselves into it in a way that lets the universe know that they're serious. And when you do that, when you show the universe you are absolutely serious beyond a shadow of a doubt, the 
the universe will rally and will start to bring you people and circumstances and opportunities and situations into your life that can completely turn everything around. But you've got to take action. You know, I remember the saying that Wallace Waddle said in The Science of Getting Rich. He said, by thought, the thing you desire is brought to you, but by action, you receive it. And too many people sit around you know, visualising what they want or affirming what they want, but they don't take action. You know, they get an idea, but they don't do anything about it. They they have a thought to ring someone, but they think, oh, no, they don't want to hear from me. Or they, you know, they get all these ideas, but they don't actually do anything. And that's the key. It's it's. I was persistent, but I took action. And yeah, there was a lot of crappy, stupid, wrong actions amongst it, but I took enough actions to ensure that somewhere in that mix, there was right actions. And that's how everything turned around. I went from welfare to millionaire. And, you know, and, and like I say, I dropped out of school in high school. I didn't even go to the end of high school. So in grade 10, I, I just stopped. So I didn't have a great education behind me. My parents didn't have any great amount of funds. I didn't have any connections. Like I literally was like the least least person that you would think would be able to go out and create huge success. But what I did have was passion and what I do have is a kind of delusional persistence. I, I call it delusional manifesting because sometimes I tell my kids that something's happening and my daughter says, is this actually real? Has it happened or you're still just wanting it to happen? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm into delusional manifesting. I absolutely make myself believe it so much that sometimes it hasn't quite happened, but then it, it happens. It just happens. It's amazing how the universe can deliver. If you totally embrace something and believe it in every cell of your being, then you know, you're, you're on the same vibration as it. And, the, and when you're on the same vibration, energetically on the same vibration as something, it appears. It has to appear. That's how the universe works. <laughs> I love. I love that. I agree. I think you know. I, I think being crazy and happy is better than being sane and miserable. And in some of this law of attraction, it does bump up against people's constant unconscious resistance of you know. But that sounds crazy. It hasn't happened yet. And I love that you just said, "Look, oh, you got to be a little delusional and just persist with it." And the other thing that I love that you shared was that you kind of have this addictive personality. And so, rather than maybe being addicted to alcohol or you know something else that makes you feel better, you became addicted to visualization and affirmation. And I think what a what a beautiful thing to to apply that addictive personality towards and you are then the result of that so that's exactly exactly i I could have gone any way but you know laura why not not addict be addicted to something useful (laughs) i had to giggle because we definitely share the chocolate obsession i'm writing my book at the moment and i thought of you as i was reading yours because i think i I need to put in my um credits you know i I say thank you to the the number of lint bars that donated their lives to the (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's definitely something we share and i think it's something we all need when we're when we're being creative as well sometimes so so um really curious then so you went from being in a hundred thousand dollars in debt to being on welfare you've gone from being on welfare to being a millionaire do you still sometimes just pinch yourself at the life that you've created oh absolutely like this i i don't know about other people and how they handle going from you know not having anything to having what they want or having more than what they want but I, I am so grateful. Like I, even now, like sometimes I'll wake up and just open the curtains and go, oh my gosh, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Mm. Like I'll go and lie out in the barley hut and it's like, look what I've created. Look what I've done. Like I was on welfare. Look where I am. Not only on welfare but $100,000 in debt. Look what I've done. Look what I've done through the power of my mind. So it's, it's almost like I'm so grateful for everything that I've created and I never let that slide. Like I'm always grateful. And I think being in that place of really struggling, I just live my life in a state of constant gratitude. Like I... I am like, I guess, like a kid. Someone actually said to me on the weekend, oh, I love your energy. You're so much like a kid. And I am. I, I just get really passionate and excited and just like about what I've created because, and it, that's never going to fade because I've been in that really struggling place. And so I look out my window now and I can see all the beautiful tropical trees and I can see some kangaroos down grazing by the dam and I can see the barley hut and the waterfall and it's like, wow, I did that. And the exciting thing is I know I did that. So even if the world collapses tomorrow and my business goes away and I lose everything and it doesn't matter, I have mastered the law of attraction and I can just create it all again. Hmm. So it gives you a sense of absolute peace, a sense of absolute joy, a sense of absolute gratitude and a sense of absolute anticipation because you know there's more to come. Like the universe always wants more for us than we want for ourselves. And so although I've created all this, I know there's more to come. So it's so exciting and it's so much fun and that's that's really the reason why I love to share what I've mastered with other women because as I said, if I can do it, anyone can do it because there's nothing special about me except I'm a bit delusional, a bit OCD <laughs> and a bit persistent. <laughs> Good. So if you're listening to this, you know, and, it, and no matter where you're at, just listening to this message, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, to the listener that is listening to this recording, like wherever you're at, no matter how much you're facing reality or, or worried about how things are, like take so much comfort in knowing that you can literally turn it around. And sometimes it's about doing those things that seem a bit crazy to everyone else that, that give you the results. So I think you're just incredibly inspiring. And I love how much of your story you really share through your book and even in just in this interview, because I find a lot of people who, who are successful, they're quite private about how they got there. And so that kind of perpetuates this myth in the world that, you know, it's really hard to create your own success and all of these things. And I love how open you are about it because it inspires other women to be able to, to create their own future and their own abundance as well, which is so empowering for, for women. You know, it's, it's really the time of the female entrepreneur this next oh, 10, 10 20 years. And so our association with money and our self-worth, it's all, all linked. You know, one of the sayings I love is your net worth is linked to your self-worth. And I think that's been so true for me um, and for a lot of the women that I work with and, and as soon as you start improving that then you can really continue to, to attract and receive the abundance so very cool very cool um, one thing I wanted to ask you is 
about, you know, over the course of the last 10, 20 years, you mentioned in your book how you've had, you know, steps forward and then steps back and you thought like even at times sometimes you were teaching a seminar about money and you thought, oh, you know, I've had this, this downturn, who am I to teach this? And you realize that it's in teaching it that it helped you solidify it. But also the fact that you have had the two steps forward, one step back, it's, it's helped you to actually get even stronger, even more resilient in this area and know that you can keep creating it. So it actually strengthened you. So for women that maybe feel like, you know, they make progress and they, they go backwards, how, what would you say to that and, and how that's shaped your strength now around abundance? I, I think if pe- I, I really believe that if I'd been someone who discovered the law of attraction and then started applying it in my life and then suddenly everything was rosy and it continued to be rosy forevermore, I totally believe that I would not have affected as many people as I had. I wouldn't have transformed as many lives because people would have looked at me, given the law of attraction a go, and not necessarily had the same results and just given up. Whereas for me, going forward and then going slightly back and then and you know going up and, and creating some wealth and then sort of dipping down a bit and then going up higher and then it made me, A, understand that life is life. And it's never going to go perfectly the way you want. Mm-hmm. And your finances are part of that. And, you know, there's cash flow and there's business troubles and there's business successes and there's, you know, dips in the market. There's just, there's just life is life and money is part of that and it's never going to be perfect. And when you understand that, then you realise that life goes in cycles. Like we've got summer and winter and spring and autumn and your life goes in exactly the same way. It's never always going to be spring and summer. You're going to go through times that feel like autumn and then, you know, the middle of winter. You're going to go through times where it's not rosy the way you want it to be. But knowing that you can create what you want, knowing that you can focus on what you want and then begin to create it and you can create that spring and that summer again, it's like when you get that, and when you continue, 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 persist, 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 like I did, then it does make you stronger. Because then if something happens in your life or in your business, it's like, oh, oh um, you know, that's okay. Now I'm just going to work out a way to get around that. I'm going to work out a way to make this better. And honestly, in my business, when I've had something that hasn't gone the way I wanted or something self-imploded or something didn't work out or some product flopped or whatever, it's made me create even better, bigger and better. And, you know, if in marketing didn't work, it's made me figure out something even bigger and better. It's like whatever failure you come up against, it's when you go, oh, dear, that's it. I wasn't supposed to do this. It's a sign. That's, you know, that's when you give up. But if you instead go, okay, that didn't work, let me try this. And know that life is life. Things are going to happen. Just keep going, keep focusing on what you want. It will make you stronger. It will make you more resilient and it will end up making you more confident and feel more empowered and feel more in control as opposed to just feeling like you're this little speck trying to build a business and will it work or won't it. You've just got to understand that you are going to have times when it doesn't work. And, you know, my my main website at the moment one of my main websites has just been hacked. It's just disappeared. It's gone. There is no backup. It's over, finished, goodbye, the whole thing. And it's like I could be crying. 
just like, oh, well, let's just start again. <laughs> so it's like. I always wanted to design it differently. <laughs> Great. Thanks, <laughs> universe. <laughs> so it's like things happen and we've just got to, it's when you let the things that happen get you down and then talk to everyone about how bad it is and then, you know, email people about it and put it on Facebook and go on and on and on and on about it that all you're doing in that moment is creating more of the same, creating more stuff that's going to make you feel that bad. Whereas instead, if you go, okay, that happened, maybe have a bit of a cry, move on. And I actually get a bit excited when things go wrong because I feel like when things go wrong, it means the universe has got something new in store for you. And the new is usually always bigger and better than the old. And, Mm. you know, and that's with everything. So when something is happening that you're not really liking, I get excited because it just means something better is on its way. And I think if you can really take that away from any challenges, then that's going to stand you in good stead and it's going to keep you going toward your ultimate dream, your ultimate goal, and then you'll be able to manifest and continue toward what you desire as opposed to letting it become a roadblock and stop you altogether and then nothing ever changes. Beautiful. Oh, so, so much inspiration and we've already been talking for nearly half an hour. It's amazing. Uh, It's gone so quickly. I feel like I could keep asking you questions for days, but I really would love for you to direct now some, just maybe a piece of wisdom or advice for the listeners, for those women out there who are wanting to pursue their passion. Maybe they have some financial fears about following their heart or their dream career uh, or leave maybe their corporate job and they've got that nice, secure, stable, regular income what would you say to them? Um, I think when people have an income that they rely on, it, it really comes down to the individual. But I often tell people, if you have an income, stay with the income, but start to build your business on the side. Because when you step away from a regular income, Your new business, your new venture, your new thing that you're going to start out or your, you know, new career, you may, it may absolutely going to be amazing and huge and big and make you more money than you could ever have imagined in your existing career, your existing job, your existing business. But what happens is people go into fear. When they step away from a regular income, they go into fear, even though they're so excited about the new thing, they go into fear about, oh, my gosh, my bills come in and I don't have that amount of money coming in every month now. And, oh, my God, and they start to focus on the lack and then all they do is just create more lack and then that fabulous business idea or business that they started goes nowhere because they've created that. So I always say stick with your job, stick with whatever you've got now, build what you want alongside that. I mean, if you're serious, you'll put in the extra few hours a week that you need to make it happen. I mean, my daughter, who has been talking for years about how she hates her job and she wants to do something different, and I teach, like, she could have been listening to me for years, but no. Um, (laughs) Finally, on the weekend, she's like, okay, I'm going to do this. She's started a blog. She's got people following her or liking her or whatever, and it's like she's on her way. It's like... But she hasn't quit her job. It's like you stay where you are, you do what you can, you start to create some success, you start to bring in money, you start to bring in more money, you start to make enough money to sustain you and then you can say goodbye job or 
cut back on my job or, you know, do it in a way that feels good for you because the bottom line is when it comes to manifesting money, when it comes to your finances, when it comes to money, it's all about how you feel. And if you feel freaked out that you don't have that um, that cash flow, that normal cash flow that you're used to coming in, then you will probably self-sabotage your new venture. So do whatever feels best. If you're, on the other hand, a bit like me and it's like, I'm just going to go for it, blow the old business, the old job, the old whatever, it's gone and you're like me and it's like being in that place where it is a struggle, you do whatever you can to make it happen. It's like you have no choice, then do that. But everyone's different. So some people go into fear and some people go into, you know, overdrive. I go into overdrive. But if you're that person that goes into fear, stick with what you've got bring the extra money in. When it's making enough money to sustain you, then say goodbye to the other thing because either way works, but it really depends on you. So the easiest way to figure it out is start with the trying to build the business to start with when you've still got your job, when you've still got your business, when you've still got whatever it is that's currently bringing you in the money. And and that way, you know, you'll very quickly realise whether you're someone who's going to make it work by just quitting what you're doing or by staying with it for a while to, to build that income because, as I said, a very individual money, manifesting money is all about how you feel and how you feel is going to end up being what you create. So if you feel scared and worried about not having the, that income, you're going to create more instances in your life to be scared and worried about not having income. But if you feel inspired and excited and like it's do or die, then you are going to be in a position where you're going to make it happen. So it's individual. Perfect. I love that. And beautiful way to end. Uh, I, I definitely agree with everything that you've said today. And I just think it's a beautiful message and such an inspiring story. But I encourage all the listeners to get a copy of, send, um, of, of your book and read How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast. It was a beautiful read. So thank you for sharing it with the world and, and being so authentic and sharing so much of your story in it, Sandy. I resonated a lot with the message and perfect perfect for me to read and just um and agree totally with what you said it's all about how you feel because I definitely used to feel stressed around money and of course my sub you know my my law of attraction I was trying to I was keeping it far away (laughs) because I wouldn't want to feel stressed right so I just keep that money far away but it's um been beautiful since I've shifted that and turned it around and it's definitely a lot more exciting so That's all we have time for today, but everyone um, can access, you can access the show notes and you'll get links for Sandy's new website, new and and rebuilt website. Actually, I have a a little something special that people might like to have a look and it's ready to go now. Yep. If you go to wildlywealthywomen.com, I actually have a... um, a whole audio about wealth head and millionaire from struggle to business bliss. And as part of that, I also have an entire guided visualization that will really help you get into that space where you can energetically align with the prosperity that you want to create. So that can just be found at wildlywealthywomen.com. Perfect. Thank you. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time. We'll let you get back in the pool. You must be nearly dried off from now. <laughs> I am. I'm hot. <laughs> so get off the computer. You've done your work for this afternoon. But thank you so much for your time and sharing your message and um, so much love and support to you and uh, look forward to seeing what you create in the future. Thank you so much, Juliet. And thank you for you know being a part of empowering women around the world. It's just fabulous. That's this episode's inspiration for Relaunch My Life Radio. 
live from Australia and all over the world. Visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for resources to help you relaunch your life. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.